Hey everyone, this is my brother Michael. My brother Adam. We're the Sharp Brothers. You're listening to Mentoring for the Modern Musician. Hey everyone. Greetings. <laughs> Greetings. Okay, I get that. That's new. Yeah, I, do, you know, do something new. Just push that envelope a little bit. Don't be stale. Exactly. Try something new. Step out of your comfort zone. Yeah, have it. Michael does it. All the I time. Mean, why not? Greetings. So, <laughs> so you are still welcome to Mentoring, Mentoring for the Modern musician. musician. This is the podcast where you get all joy, information, realness. Up-to-date up information. Up-to-date. Served up to you in a joyous yeah, manner. In a, in a way where, you know, you, it's good. It's a good way. This is the good way. <laughs> this is the Sharp Brothers way. Exactly. Okay. Right. The the M three way. The M three way. M three artists. Exactly. That uh, if you don't like positivity, switch the channel, baby. Switch the channel. <laughs> switch the channel because this is all positivity. <laughs> so today on the podcast, we are talking about the difference between influence and inspiration. And inspiration, right? They're both very useful and important. And important, incredibly important. Uh, yeah, really, incredibly important. If you are going to be an artist of any kind, you're going to be a musical artist. You probably want to be inspired. Well, you're. Well, you will have been inspired, right. at some point. Right. Right. By somebody. Yes. By many somebodies, probably. Yeah. I mean, I think I think m- most musicians and artists that that I can think of, you can ask them, at what point did you get turned on to this field? Right. What happened? What right. was the right? And if there's, if there is no seminal moment, then they'll at least Good be able phrase. to tell you. They'll at least be able to tell you. Well, you know, there's this. You know, the, my dad used to always play. Blah, you know, blah. you know, the Beatles White Album. And right, I right, just right, never. Right. You know, I always feel. Or my mom was always, you know, singing around the house. You yeah. know, Motown. You know, songs or yeah, yeah. You know, Carol King Tapestry was on, in, on repeat in the car, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. So and so and that inspired you, yes, to want to celebrate this artistic expression. Yes, but you may be uh, a house DJ, right? Who's maybe not influenced, sure, in your music. By Carol King's jump right, tapestry. You're gonna jump right into that, huh? You're I just want right to show the them the difference between it, the uh, influence, yes, and the inspiration part. What I'm doing is I'm treating this like a like a college essay. I like that. Where we're gonna tell them what you're gonna tell them. Tell them what you're gonna tell them. Then we're gonna tell you. Then at the end we'll, we'll tell you what, tell you what, we, what told we told you. you. So that's like the that. three little parts. I love that. That's, <laughs> okay, that's so. excellent. Well, so when we were talking about this, I don't remember when this came up last week. I think was yep. when this came up, and we. <laughs> Couldn't stop talking about it. We're like, all right, well, we got to talk about yeah, this on the yeah, podcast because exactly. this is really important. I'll always know that we're that that's what's going to happen because Michael and I will be in the middle of a really intense conversation. He stops paying attention to me and pulls out his phone and starts <laughs> writing something down. And instead of taking it personally, I go, oh, he's writing down an idea for a podcast. He's waking. He's waking. He's waking, kid. So you came up with this really great analogy to help uh, define differentiate these two really important uh concepts in right. in an artist's <laughs> life. Yeah. And you did it by talking about the Velvet Underground. Yes, because here's the thing. The Velvet Underground I find 
is a very polarizing band. Yeah, I think right? when, when people are honest, it's a polarizing band. Right. If people aren't scared <laughs> to say, no, I can't stand the Velvet Underground, right? Right. Then it's not a polarizing band. It's, it's then just, it's, it's, it's like, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, oh. they were, you know, they were awesome. They right. Were, you know. it, it'd be like, right. Everybody, like, in here, I'm going to encourage anybody listening don't be afraid to be honest with yourself about what you feel about artists. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Well, and, and you don't have to understand why something touches people or inspires people. Right. Or influences people. You can just go, yeah. What's important is to know whether or not it does that to you. Yes. Right? You know, it doesn't take anything away from other people's feelings to have your own feeling. Exactly. And I like the, and the way you phrase it and the way you work it in your head, the way you frame the, 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 the argument in your head yeah. matters. Totally. Right? So we just started this whole podcast talking sure. about positivity. Absolutely. And then we're about to trash the Velvet Underground. We're not going to trash the Velvet Underground. We're not going to trash the we're Velvet gonna, Underground. We're going to talk about how that didn't do it for us. Right. So, right? so there's this great Brian Eno quote, right, that Brian Eno says that right. you know, the Velvet Underground only sold 10,000 albums, which is true. Is that true? That's, the, that's it. They might have only I, sold 10,000 albums, I but love that everybody who bought the album started a band. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Right. And so, all right, so that is an, an, both an inspirational yes. and an influential. And an influential. And there were tons of bands that were influenced to the point where they were sounding yes. like an offshoot. Right. So if you hear a band and you're like, oh, that band totally sounds like... You know the Rubber Soul version of the the Beatles, right? Then you know that they were not only inspired by that, They're but they were influenced, influenced by, by it, right? But then there's another f- funny part of the story with the Velvet Underground, which is I love, which is Steely Dan. Mm-hmm. Was it Donald Fagan? No, it was. I think it was actually Becker. I think okay, it was Walter, Walter Becker said everybody who saw the Velvet Underground or listened to the Velvet Underground was inspired and started a band and thought they were the greatest thing ever. Whereas Steely Dan were inspired to start a band to counteract how bad the Velvet Underground <laughs> sucked. And with all the vibe they were putting out, they had to, they felt like they had to start a band to counteract diametrically opposed to everything the Velvet Underground, what the Velvet Underground put out. Now here's what's great is that is an inspiration. Absolutely. Right? I remember somebody telling me years and years ago that you could use people as powers of example in your life. Yeah. Right? Sure. And I always thought immediately, oh, so they... Got to be a positive. Find people like you want to be like. And he said, no, 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 you can also use them as a negative power of example. Like, oh, I'm so not going to be like that guy. (laughs) Right? That's a great example of what I'm not going to be. The last thing I want is for someone to say, you know who Adam reminds me of? (laughs) (laughs) Kanye. (laughs) Although I think I would relish that. that I, would be, I know you would relish that. Yeah, Get yeah. under that piano and sing. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Just no, no MAGA hat. That's all. <laughs> uh, but, but so using influence and inspiration in the same way. Exactly. Where you can, you can be influenced or, or inspired by people in both a positive. Sure. And in, I'm yeah. not even going to call it a negative. I'll call it's it not an, negative. And the anti-positive. Right. <laughs> right. It's the... It's the opposite. The, right. Where, where right. you go, I think that is exactly the opposite of what I would like what to do. What I want to sound like. And this, this is why I wanted to talk about being honest with yourself and the way you frame it is important. Mm-hmm. And I think this is important not just with this discussion, but I think you would agree, maybe not, but with, with, with your career, is yeah. being honest with yourself no, is I completely agree. Yeah. crucial. Yeah. But that doesn't mean 
you need to spend a bunch of time trashing things that you don't like. No. Right? No, um, all you need to do it. Unless do that's is your go, thing. <laughs> all you need to do, right, unless that's your thing. <laughs> if that's right? your thing. If that's your thing, you go for that. Yeah. You do it, you be that. I mean, well, we're positive. I, you don't have to be positive. Well, you can, and you can even be positive about it. That might be, like, I, I'm sure. thinking about some of the really great rap battles, mm. right? And and that whole thing. I mean, part of the whole thing is you're trashing on what someone is. Right. And that's a really valid, useful art form. Yeah. But I, I, you know I would what? agree with that. I, I, I don't know. I, I was just going to talk out of school and say, oh, you, but you know what? You could be positive. I have no idea. I don't know right. how Eminem feels about people he trashes. I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know how Jay-Z feels about what, you know, whoever he's trashing. It. Yeah. But it doesn't have to drag you down a rabbit hole and make you cranky. Sure. Right? It Absolutely. can make you feel inspired. Right. Unless that's what inspires you. Unless what inspires you is, is feeling fine. cranky. That's fine. Then have at it. Right. That's never going to be our thing, but that's fine. But yeah, and that's valid. Totally. So. Totally. So trying to be clear about what it is that inspires or influences you is a, is a really important practice. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be when you first start. Right. 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 But at some point when you start sort of uh, expanding what you're listening to or honing in on what you're listening to, yeah, it's going to become important to know is this yeah. something that – I can t- put on that's going to inspire me, right? Right. And, oh, great point. Right, and or and what's the difference between that and I want to listen to this album as an influencer for my newest EP, right? Right. Right. That, that I really wanted to have that same kind of, uh, you know, sound. Yeah. Right. So like when when I'm going to go back a little bit, but when Kobe Calais album with bubbly came out Mm -hmm. on it it is really clear that what they were doing was making a fleetwood mac album well right right so it wasn't just inspired by rumors rumors influenced that entire production of that right well yeah ken calais worked on both and that's her her, dad her dad did yeah right yeah but that didn't mean he had to do it that way right they could have made right they they could have made a you know a uh you know a Nora jones album right Right. right, or right, right, a Joni right, right. Mitchell album, right. or a, right. Yep, and they didn't. They made a new Fleetwood a Mac modern, album. modern version of Fleetwood Mac. Thing, right. Yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, was just popping back to Steely Dan real quick. I I don't know that anybody was ever able to be influenced completely by them in right. a way that was made it sound like them. No, but maybe Joe super, Jackson stepping out. Right, right, you know what I mean? Right, but super ins- inspired. Like, like, like so inspired. Like that so, Steely band Dan inspired was, so many different bands. But yeah, right. But but it's very hard to hear an influence. From that, where you can hear uh, in the in the in the metal world, Metallica's right. influence exactly right. Right, and you can hear a Zeppelin's influence on a ton of people, different uh, people. Exactly, you can always hear the Beatles' influence. Absolutely, right. And the Beatles' influence is fascinating because it's all kinds of different influences. It's like, is it the early Beatles' right. influence, or is it the Rubber Soul version, or is it the Sgt. Pepper version, right. or is it the you know Abbey Road version? Mm-hmm. Or um, that's a great point, Steely Dan. Right. Inspirational, so, but not necessarily influential. And that's why I love that example about where he started with the Velvet Underground, and you can hear the influence. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And Steely Dan, you, it's really hard. There are very few you know, projects or bands. There, there are songs here and there where you go, right. oh, that's definitely Steely Dan influenced. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And not just inspired. But that's not a bad thing. No. Right? It's a good thing to... To, so, you know, you could be, you know, 
you could be, you know, an urban artist and be inspired by classical music. Yes, absolutely. You right? could be um, a, a, a singer-songwriter who's really inspired by listening to house music. <laughs> sure. Right? That that absolutely. makes you completely inspired. Absolutely. And the influence may not be obvious when it comes out. Yeah. Well, that actually leads to another point, too, which is you can be inspired by all kinds of stuff. It doesn't have to be music. Totally. You can be inspired by a beautiful day. Absolutely. But you're not necessarily going to hear the influence of the guitar tone of that beautiful <laughs> day on that record, right? Right. I mean, right. although hopefully, if you're if you're going for that, that you're gonna you're it's gonna make you feel like yes, it's a sunny day. That's that's that weird cross um, disciplinary uh, inspiration is Absolutely. fascinating. Where you're inspired by a musician is inspired by a painting, or a painter is inspired by, by a music. poet, or yeah. yeah. Well, if you think about really great soundtracks, right, to movies, right, right, or TV shows, yep, it's they always feel like they go hand in hand together. Yeah. Both through inspiration and through influence. Yeah. Right? No, absolutely. So, I mean, that's absolutely. always the truth. So making sure that you're setting yourself up to live a kind of life where you are inspired often. Yeah. And, and looking for different places to be inspired. Yeah. Right? When you're not, and we've talked about this part before, when you are feeling particularly uninspired and like your career is weighing you down. And, right, right. You know, you want to do the work, but it's just, all that you see is the 10 million things that you have to get to and yes. that you've got three hours to do it. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. That's actually a really good point. And, and, and again, framing how you're thinking about it mm -hmm. is incredibly helpful. Yeah. And, and trying to not frame your artistic being in a transactional way. Absolutely. So I'm going to be inspired and that is going to net me this right <laughs> i'm going to be i'm going to put right. something on that's inspired and that will make me write a song right. that gets me fans and puts me on tour right well and remember all, when we're talking about this stuff all, the what we're doing is we're giving ideas we're not giving the rule oh right right this isn't right. the law there's no this isn't the right and wrong of it this well, is well nobody the, nobody has the rule <laughs> there's no this is what you do to be a brilliant no artist. matter what they tell you no, you know, no matter what they tell you in the course right. or what they tell you. The stuff that we're talking about is stuff that has worked for us and not worked for us. Mm -hmm. Has worked for people that we've worked with and not, not worked, worked for, for people, people that we've worked with. Worked for people who are incredibly famous that have at least said this yeah. on film or in print. Or, or hasn't. Or to us, right, exactly. But there isn't one way, right? Right. Well, so like if you think about, you know, just think about that Elvis Costello quote where someone talked to him about how literary... His right. lyrics were, and you know how much. What you know? So what kind of stuff do you read? Do you ever think about maybe you should write a book? Right. He said, "Well, you know, I should probably read a book first. I'm not." <laughs> and they're like, "No," but ha, ha, ha. and he's like, "No, I'm not kidding. He doesn't read." Right. Like that's not where he gets. He's not sitting down with a cup of tea, reading. You know, whatever <laughs> kind of famous, you know, <laughs> Chaucer or like, you know. Right. Who else would you? Would Elvis Costello read? Elvis Dickens. Would read Dickens. Right, because he's British. Do you, you know, read Dickens? This is Great Britain. They always read right. Dickens. You know, <laughs> Keats. Right, exactly. You know. But no, he doesn't. And his response was, "There's so much great music to listen to. I barely have enough time to listen to all the music right. I want to get so to." What that tells me is that what he looks to for inspiration and influence is other people's music. Yeah. Right. And but again, really hard to really narrow down. 
well, that Elvis Costello track sounds like blah. Right. Because it always, I mean, musically it might, but it's always going to sound like Elvis Costello. And I love Elvis Costello is a great example, not just because I love him, but he's a very unique artist with a real definitive sound. Definitely. Even when it's a, a, a you know, a different sound than his last albums. Right. Exactly. You, yeah. But you can always go Elvis Costello. Right. That's definitely Elvis. Right. Well, you hear him sing and you hear his melodies. Yeah. And you know that's Elvis. Yeah. Not unlike John Mayer. Right. Right. Sure. No, not yeah, unlike example. Bruno Mars, mm-hmm. right? Not yeah. unlike Prince. So then, part of that is again, we're going to we're talking again about authenticity, yeah. right? That whatever it is that you're listening to, whether you are listening to it in an inspirational or an influential way, yes, it should be something that that furthers what is authentic about you. Yeah, and uh, again, getting back to the joy thing, and brings you joy. Oh, in whatever. I mean, if it makes absolutely. you cry, right? I, so, yeah, I, I don't know if I can ever listen to Brandy Carlisle's the story, right, without at least a couple of tears coming down. <laughs> but that's a joyous kind of right thing. Yeah, I don't know why. I should probably find that out. That, that might not be something for the show. That's, Maybe not for the show. Maybe, Maybe that's, that's, a, that's a therapy. That's a whole thing. different. It's a whole just, different thing. That's you. You get in touch with you, Adam. <laughs> exactly. You why just, does Brandy Carlisle make me cry? <laughs> I mean, not personally. She doesn't like. No, right. Bully me. Exactly. <laughs> Bullied by Brandy Carlisle. That'd be awesome, actually. Kind of would be. Right? I'd take that. That's cool. All right. So, inspiration. Let's, let's jump this in. Let's clarify this again. Mm-hmm. Inspiration is things that make you inspired to go do a thing or feel a thing. Right. Influence is where you can really trace back the roots of that. Right. To where it came from. Right. Exactly. Right? Which, and this is actually a good time to bring up the, the thing that you wanted to talk about, which is the artistic family tree. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So there's a, a, a friend of mine who a, a teaches at an art school in Portland, Maine, uh, called Mecca. Maine College the Maine of College Art. Maine College of Art. Because um, Maine is M-E. M-E. It's me. Um, not she, you, but Not me, Maine. but Maine College of Art. So she has her young students trace out their artistic family tree. Which I think... It, Brilliant idea. Great, because then you really know who you are in in context of the world, of the artistic world. And you, right. it, it makes you understand a little bit more about art, do a little bit of research. It's a brilliant no, exactly. project, right? Exactly. To do with young students. But it's a great thing to do as an artist, just in general, I, any kind of artist. So you trace... So I did it okay, right, with, my, with guitar playing. And yeah. I was like, all right, so... So you're like the trunk. I'm the trunk. Of the tree. Of and the, the tree. tree like has these branches. Has all these off, branches. And each branch goes to a different little... To, we, and I did. I'm kind of a geek about it. I did it with my, you know, songwriting, and I did it with my, you know, guitar nice. playing, and I did it with. We encourage everybody to be a geek about be it. Be a geek That's about good. it, right? Be a, did it with my producing and whatever. Yeah. But so with guitar playing, I went all right. So, Jimi Hendrix, and Jimmy Page, and um, Robert Johnson, mm-hmm. and Eric Clapton, and David Gilmour, right? And then Pete Townsend. Pete Townsend. Robbie Blunt. Obscure right. guitar player, brilliant. If you don't know who he is, Robert go check Plano him out. The first three albums, yeah. and so all right. So within those, then you go all right. So who are those people influenced? Who are their influences? Right. So and that expands the tree. and that expands the tree. So Jimmy Jimmy Page is influenced by skiffle music and right. uh, or old blues people. Right. Robert Johnson. So I have a, a similarity with that because mm-hmm. I like Robert Johnson is one of my influences. Right. So then I went all right. So that you circle that. But skiffle, like I don't really like skiffle. Yeah, music. I and mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not going to go pick it against it, right? Well, but, right. But yeah. it's certainly not my thing. So it's I, not going to. It's that's not going to inspire or influence you. No, it will annoy me, <laughs> and we want to keep that out of there. That was anything that makes you want to change the station. 
Right. That's not an influence or an in, uh, inspiration. And so what you do with your artistic family tree, you should cross that out. So right. you don't have to own that, even though that's right. part of your family tree. Exactly. Right? It's yeah. one of your cousins you don't talk to anymore. Sure. <laughs> right? You just cut it right out of there, out of your inspiration. You're done. You don't, you not can choose. Not that we're encouraging you not to talk to your I'm not members. encouraging. I'm just saying that if that's the case. Unless every time you see them, you want to punch them. In which case, probably just right. don't be then around. don't, because no, we don't need that kind no. of negativity. We don't Nobody encourage that. So, and then, I'm not, encourage it. then I'm not talking about cousins that you just haven't talked to in a while. Right. I'm saying like ones where you're like, get out of my family, kid. <laughs> um, but so that, that's a cool uh, uh, exercise to do as an artist. And you can Absolutely. do that with, with, so if you're a young, um, again, house DJ, right. right? And you go, all right, I'm influenced by, you know, this kind of EDM and I'm influenced by, you know, these, and I'm influenced by, you know, Dead Mouse or whoever, right. DJ. And, and then you trace them back and, and find out what kind of loops they find use and find were. out who they were influenced by. Right. And, and then that helps you get a bigger clearer picture of who you are and what you want to present right so then what you're talking about then in terms of that is that that sounds a lot like what uh what johnny marr from the smiths guitar player from the smiths would call the deep dive yes no exactly right Right. so it gives you a uh, sort of an outline of how to do the deep dive yes and the deep dive that johnny marr talks about it was a brilliant thing he did where he would find somebody who was totally into mm-hmm. and then dive into their career and find out who they played with and who they were inspired by and when they started playing and 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 it does the same thing where right it just it it, it exposes you to all kinds of different music well sure so right? which, which you can use for inspiration or influence right or go huh i don't understand how they got that from that yeah because it cer- certainly didn't do it for me no exactly right i don't i don't hear it or you can go, wow, they said that this didn't really do much for them, but man, that really speaks to me. Exactly. Well, and I love, this is kind of what you do when we're producing something we haven't produced in a while. So if we're producing, uh, you know, an indie band, mm-hmm. that's an easy one for me. I've got 85 indie playlists that I'm right. listening to all the time, right? Right. But you'd be like, ah, oh, I want to have my indie ears on. Right. And you create playlists of all kinds of indie bands you dig. Yeah. And that's all you listen to for the next couple of weeks. Absolutely. And while we're doing that project. Or if it's time for it to do... For inspiration, but also for influence. Right. So right. that I know, you know what, when we're going to do this, you know, this new project, I really want to make sure that we're focusing on having, you know, the snare right. sound like this. Yes. Right? That the bass line really needs to be the kind of bass line that you play with a pick. Right. Right. right? That is slightly distorted. Yep. Right, it doesn't have to be super distorted, but that it's right, right, or that you know we're gonna go for this guitar sound or that guitar right. sound or this vocal mic or that vocal mic, right, as well as a sonic, yeah, a sonic. So picture. that is a sonic overview, but but really more broader than that. Yep, sort of song structure wise. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know what the whole thing's gonna listen sound like. Yeah, and that doesn't that isn't. That isn't stealing. No, right. 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 Or it, it, what it is, because we, you and I have talked about this a lot also, actually, I think you brought this up last week, was if you've got an artist who's really inspired by a Blink-182 album, yeah, and they just can't get it out of their head, and they really are, that's what they're feeling, like writing it, do it. Right. Write your version of that album. Right. Because... 99.9% of the time, it's not going to sound like Blink-182. 
No, it's not what you do. It'll be inspired. It'll be inspired by it by Blink One Eight Two, and it can be influenced by it even. Right, and you might hear overtones of it, get a sense of exactly. it. Exactly, but about, it's not like you're ripping them off. If you think about Badfinger, right, as opposed to this is going back way back for way back for for some of you probably, but if you think about Badfinger sounding like the Beatles, right? They did well. Yeah, Paul McCartney wrote the tunes. He wrote their first tune. Right, right. So they did, but it didn't because it was a different singer who had a different sensibility right. about where to sing in the pocket, right. about how to pronounce words, about yep. how, right? So it was reminiscent of a Beatles song, right? but it didn't sound like you were doing a Beatles song. Right, right. And right. again, now this gets complicated because uh, we've had a bunch of different court cases recently <laughs> uh, of... Uh, right. Things that were not just influenced, but were, or not just inspired by, but, but plagiarized by. Plagiarized by. So right. influence and plagiarism. Look, here's the thing. Different, right? So when you're talking about the Blink 182 thing, that that doesn't mean that you can go in and and steal their chord progressions and play all the riffs and play the same riffs. Exactly. It, it it means listen to the record mm-hmm. and then go write a song like that. Right. Not even necessarily thinking about like you're going to release that record. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's and it's because it's not gonna it doing it just like them is never gonna do you good in any you well, know in any unless you're gonna go be a Blink One Eighty Two cover band. Right. I was gonna say unless you're gonna be in a pit orchestra. Yes. Right. Or any kind of orchestra. Right. Then you definitely want to go sound like whatever that first Correct. violin was that you heard in that great right on right. that great record. But it's still gonna sound like you. Yeah. Oh, totally. Right. Most most of the best musicians are still gonna your artism. Your artistic interpretation is gonna be what leads you there. Uh, absolutely. And I, I think. I kind of feel like you could almost leave artism. That should be a word. I like that, yeah. Your artism. <laughs> What's the matter with him? He's got artism. He's, um, a, little art- he's a little artistic. He's a little artistic. So the other thing you were talking about earlier mm-hmm. was that you want to keep expanding uh, what's inspiring you. Yeah. It. Don't be boring. Right. <laughs> Don't just... You know, don't listen to the same thing all the time and right. eat the same thing for breakfast every morning. And right, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, again, unless that's your thing. Right. Look, here's the thing. At and at some point, what'll happen is that then all you'll be is a legacy artist, and that's okay. Yeah. Right. I wish the best for you if you can be hey. a legacy artist who is making money. If you can be a legacy artist who's making money, has fans, is able to tour, and digs your life. Then dive deep dive into who you are right. and be that, be authentically. That's that. fantastic. But if you're an an aspiring or an emerging artist, yeah, right, yeah, then you definitely want to make sure you're expanding your horizons a little bit. Yeah, if only just so that you won't get bored, right. so that you won't start feeling stagnant, so you won't start feeling like oh, I'm doing the same thing over and over. Right, again. you want something to be excited about. Yeah. Right, because excitement is really what's going to fuel that fire. Yeah, that's going to get you up and make you want to go do the eight million things that you need to do that week. Absolutely, right? Absolutely, and feel joyful about it, and 
do it in a, in a way where it doesn't feel like work. It feels like this is what I want to do. This yeah. is what I'm living for. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. The, the, like where people say, if you do something you love for a living, you never work a day in your life. Exactly. And that's a great little saying. <laughs> it's a neat little saying. Oh, that's so cute. What a cute little expression. What a cute little expression. It's obviously made by somebody who didn't do what they love. Exactly. It's like a bumper sticker, which is great. And yeah. use a bumper sticker for inspiration, exactly. right? Not as your philosophy for life. Exactly. And then if things get hard, you stop. Right. Exactly. Look, look for a new philosophy. I do something I love. Right. And I've worked a ton. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Just, yes, it doesn't, it's not like the times when I've had to dig ditches. That's a whole different kind of work. So. Right. Right. So when you're looking for those things to inspire you and to give you that ener- get you energized yes. again, the things that you keep coming back to when yeah. you're doing that, those new things that you keep coming to, maybe let those influence you a little bit too. So let your inspiration right? sort of, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think a keep great it boiling, I keep it simmering. Like a, exactly, but I turn like, into I feel like a influence. great example of somebody who does that. And mm-hmm. I don't know the man personally, but but just from diving into his art yeah i can see that it's gotta be this way is ryan adams oh yeah i think ryan adams is always looking to be inspired by something oh yeah well that's a he's a great example because you will very often see him with a pantera t-shirt right or you know what i mean uh uh a uh another classic like an iron maiden t-shirt right and i defy you to hear either Pantera influence <laughs> or Iron Maiden influence. Oh, sure. On his acoustic stuff. Right. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. It's not, but but that inspires him to make art. Well, and here's a great example of he's actually a per, I hadn't even thought about this, but his cover of Taylor Swift's entire nineteen eighty nine album. Oh my gosh. That yes. Right? Where you go and you listen to his version of it and you go, sounds nothing like hers. No, right. Even a lot of the melodies are different. You're like that's okay because his melodic interpretation of her melodies, yeah, is different. Right. But what he did was he recognized how brilliant this album was. Exactly, exactly, and and decided he was going to do his own take on the entire record, right? Which is brilliant. And then Pitchfork, Pitchfork gave him a hard time for it <laughs> because well, that's what Pitchfork does. Pitchfork exactly. is being authentic. Yeah. In their picking on things that are not. Indie. What they think what they think qualifies as indie. Qualifies as indie. Right. Exactly. exactly. And that's it, what they do. And that's fine. They, were and they auth- do it better than most. That's right. I defy you to find someone who pitchforks better than pitchfork. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Pitchforks knows exactly what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. So so yeah, so there you go. So inspiration is when things fuel your artistic Yeah, energize you, man. Energy and your and, and, and make you want to do things. Yeah. And then influences. Stoke those fires. Stoke those fires. Exactly. Stoke those fires, baby. And then influences are things that can almost audibly be traced. Very yeah. often audibly be traced. Yeah. But, but you can go, oh yeah, they were super influenced by. Uh, they love they whoever they listened to loved the blues. Right. 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 Exactly. And whoever. I think this kid's had a couple of Ramones records at home. Exactly. Or, Right? That's exactly, exactly. I think they've definitely been spitting yeah. some... They've been listening to the Smiths a right, lot. Yeah, right, right, exactly, yeah. exactly. Or if they're, uh, they're, their music collection has lots of house music. Right. Boy, she really likes Patti Smith. Yes. Well, you can right. tell. Right, exactly. Yeah. And, and that's cool, too. Is it Smith or Smythe? Smith. Smythe, Smith, right? Smythe was um, Robin Williams' character in uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. 
Okay. So right. Smythe too. Smythe. Um, whole different thing. Whole different. So thing. there you go. So there is our version of the difference between inspiration, between inspiration, and influence. Both incredibly important. Incre- incredibly important. We Do don't. We don't very often give you an assignment, really. But but there, if you if you chose to take that from this, you could your mission, if you choose to accept it, exactly is is to uh, go check out your own artistic family tree. Yeah, and remember, you can break that into sections: your your songwriting and your instrument of choice, and your vocals and your production style and whatever. Do it as much as you want, or, or don't. That's not you don't have to, you know, I'm, not the, I'm not the boss of you. You could, <laughs> you, you could do it formally and sit down with a piece of paper and actually do it. Maybe if you're artistic, draw a tree. Yeah, yeah. And figure it out. Or you could do it in your own head. Yes. Or you could completely ignore this entire podcast. Exactly. And that and find this be this podcast be like, you know what? That wasn't inspirational for me. That was inspirational for me to not do any of that stupid stuff. I'm definitely not going to let that influence me. I don't know. Exactly. They already turned the channel. They, already, they shut it off. They didn't even listen to the whole podcast. They didn't even get that far. So, but as always, guys, remember, try to have a good time, will you? You got this. We got your back. Bye.